This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Clint Scott and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Great to have you with us this morning, day after Thanksgiving. It is uh, Black Friday, and uh, we've got uh, plenty of sports going on if you don't want to get out amongst them. Uh, we, have, uh, we have Texas Tech football tonight, uh, the kicks at 6.30. We'll have uh, Texas Tech basketball this afternoon. The tip is at 4, and then tonight, Lady Raider basketball as they take on Rutgers, team that's 3-3, three and three. ladies are 5-0. and oh. That'll be at 6.30 uh, for the tip time, 6 o'clock. Uh, for coverage uh, from the South Point Casino, and we'll have that for you on 107.7 Yes FM. Uh, Clint, big uh, Black Friday shopper, or yes or no? It, not really. Um, I will say I, I have enjoyed that you have you know Black Friday, quote unquote Black Friday deals starting like two weeks out online. <laughs> so it kind of ruins it, those. doesn't it? Uh, for no, I, I would say for me, it makes it better because, um, you know, there, there's a few things that I need to be in store to get like clothes or things like that. Cause I don't want to have to deal with the, oh, you order it and then it comes in and then, oh, it doesn't fit and send it back or whatever. Um, but there, there's a, I, I've, I've, I've never been a, like, I'm going to plant my face into the glass until this store opens. I'm going to cold cock someone for a TV you know, anything like that. So I, I kind of enjoy that it's, you have the online deals if you want to take part. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a big fan of the, uh, of the news video of the Walmart shoppers who, uh, (laughs) have, you know, gotten all stoked up on their Thanksgiving and then, you know, get out there and put their, you know, they're edging out some grandma or, you know, five-year-old, you know, for, you know, the, the, the select toy of the year, but I, the thrill of the hunt, now, uh, you know, usually, usually on this Black Friday, I'd, when I was on my way to work, I'd notice a little extra traffic, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, around the mall or various shopping centers or things like that. I, th- I just, I think, I think the, uh, we've kind of killed the golden goose of uh, Black Friday because mm-hmm. of, like you said, the, the advance of sales and people trying to get out further and further. Pretty soon we're going to have Black Friday on Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, you know, it's just Black, Fr- Black Friday deals start today. <laughs> You know, <laughs> we're, we're going to be just, like 4th of July, just finishing up fireworks. Right. And I'm like, what are they talking about? Black Friday. Hey, 15% off. All right. I mean, it, it doesn't crack me up. It disappoints me when we hear, you know, for your Memorial Day celebration. Well, okay. Let's think about that. Okay. Yeah. Let's think about what we're, what we're celebrating All here. Right. Okay. You know, let's, it's, it's a little bit different celebration. Uh, we get this from the eighth flooring center chat line. And I, and I was going to bring this up. It's, off the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Uh, the real winner so far is the going band. Man, I'll tell you what, that was that was some kind of performance over the last few days in New York City, whether it was the Today Show takeover or, you know, the pep rally in Times Square where they shut down Times Square to the precision marching and sound of that band yesterday. I mean, that was like, that was like you want to see your team perform in a national championship game 
of whatever the sport is. I mean, it's like precision, straight lines, nobody, you know, no turnovers, no, no trumpet, you know, you know, you know, tripping on a manhole cover. I mean, it was uniforms were crisp. Everybody's shoulders were back. Their heads were up. And uh, I, I think, I think that what you saw yesterday, is going to be one of the most impactful days on Texas tech uh, university because of the, of the worldwide audience and exposure that uh, that that going band from Raiderland brought to this university yesterday, I I, I thought it was just a epic 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 uh, proposal. Yeah, and, and uh, performance. And I don't know about you, Chuck, but like going into it, I didn't realize how many extra things you'd get, like like the Today Show and stuff like that, for where it wouldn't just be like, hey, here. And I, I've never, and th- this is more for me. I've, I've never been a parade guy on thanksgiving like if it's on i'm not gonna like run in there and you know yell at everybody to change the channel but it's that hasn't been for me um i didn't realize whenever they were going to this that it that you would have so much isolated time where they were a feature focus and yeah i it was awesome to see uh, and you're right they nailed it everyone you know had two shoes on that was supposed to have two shoes no one looked disheveled <laughs> or anything uh, but yeah it was awesome right. to see no dishevelment, you know, from, you know, <laughs> and, and they had to get up early, you know, to, uh, to, to go to that. But I think part of that is, um, people at Texas tech and, and people that had connections with people with inside of different things, getting you extra stuff. I, I don't think that just happens. I mm-hmm. think that was one of those deals where you had an awful lot of people that are working their absolute tails off to, uh, to make that, to make that all happen. Um, as far as as far as you know that mm-hmm. that's concerned, but I, like I said, I thought it was I thought it was a great performance. I thought they acquitted themselves extremely well, and you know those those kids don't get a whole lot of publicity. And I just felt like what what they that they they nailed the performance yesterday um, without uh, without question. So uh, if you want to share some thoughts on that. Uh, go right ahead. All right, uh, from the Yates Flooring Center chat line, uh, Coach Joey, if he's listening this morning in Austin, we are behind y'all 100%. Let's go beat the most hated opponent of Red Raider Nation. In your mind, is Texas the most hated emotion or is the opponent or is it somebody else? Yeah, I think it's Texas. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious because, you know, I, I think you'll see them in other sports. Um. I, I w- clearly would like to see them uh, in football again, but I'm with you, I, as, at least as far as a – I'm not trying to read any tea leaves or do some sort of like way down the line prediction, but at, at least as like a non-conference opponent, you'll never see Texas in football again. Who knows what happens in 20 years from now in the ever-shifting landscape of college football and conferences and stuff like that. Um, but I, I think as it stands right now – and especially we'll see with what happens with the Texas A&M coaching opening, you're more likely to see A&M in football again before you see Texas after today. Um, and that's more to say if, you know, if it is Jeff Trailer uh, with the standing relationship with McGuire, because I think that they both would like to play that game and maybe not, maybe it's not something that happens every year, but I could see if, if, if that's the way that A&M goes, that you could see them in a non-conference setting. Um, but, I think that decision's made way above the heads of the head coaches. Sure, uh, sure. I think, I think that's a TV decision. That's a, and I'll just say this: if we're not playing A and M or Texas home and home, I'm not interested. 
I'm not mm. interested at Jerry's place. I'm not interested in Houston. I'm not interested. I'm, I am not interested. Count me uninterested mm-hmm. uh, if, <laughs> if that game is played. Uh, and I, I would just prefer if we can't do it right, then I'd prefer we not do it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's just it. And, and, and I'm, I'm not trying to suggest even that's like go ahead and lock it in by any means. But I think that's more likely to happen than seeing Texas. And so I'm curious the farther out like today's game is when we go down – I think that hate level will stay the same, if not grow even worse, because every time you see that logo, you'll you'll think now, instead of having the opportunity to play them, that's the Texas that tried to destroy the Big 12. That's the Texas that ran away. However you view it, um, I think that hate will grow more and more. So, I, yeah, I, I know, mean, they're I, the most hated. Yeah, and I also I also think, though, that, that – that uh, the the arrogance there, um, all the things that come with it, and you know the fact that you know when you when you beat them, they'll say, oh, it's this is really not a rivalry, and mm-hmm. and then you know we've we've proven time and time again, well, not time and time again, a handful of times mm-hmm. <laughs> that you can that you can <laughs> that you can that you can beat them. I mean, it's not it's not like you know it's not like it's happened all the time. In fact, the last time you beat them back to back. Uh, was uh, 1997 to 1998. You won in 97 uh, down in Austin, 24 to 10, and then came back here in Lubbock and won uh, in 1998, 42 to 35. And oh, oh, by the way, that was before Mike Leach was the head football coach. <laughs> and and then you also won back to back in 1993 and 1994. You won away and you won at home. Um, so this would be the first time in the history of this series. That uh, you would. You would go back to back, winning at home first and then away down there. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. All right, we'll have uh, Red Raider basketball for you on the air this afternoon. Pre-games at 4 o'clock, tips at 5. They'll take on Michigan. Michigan, a winner over Stanford yesterday in the uh, Battle for Atlantis, 83-78. to 78. Uh, Tonight in Las Vegas, Lady Raiders take on Rutgers. That'll be an 8 o'clock airtime, 8.30 tip time from uh, South Point Casino, where they uh, have a lot of rodeos and uh, stuff like that. So uh, the, the uh, arena is kind of down in a pit. Uh, that all starts uh, uh, earlier today. Uh, they'll play uh, Northern Iowa and Syracuse, tip it all off at uh, 1 o'clock and Tech's opponent tomorrow, Santa Clara, plays immediately before them at 6. They take on Boise State. Uh, today, it's in, it's interesting, Clint, this uh, Tech-Texas football game. Uh, Texas cannot clinch a berth in the uh, Big 12 title game, as I've read it, uh, with a victory. They're, they need just a, a little bit of help, but we could, have, we could have some real chaos in the standings. Would you be a fan of that? Yeah, I, I I would be a fan of chaos, especially if that chaos led to Texas not being in. Um, and because what the ones you're you're looking at are Oklahoma State, Kansas State, and Oklahoma. Um, I, you know, if I could, and this is just the discussion of. Uh, Oh, you can't have you know Texas and Oklahoma. That would just be terrible in the Big Twelve Championship. I agree. If I could, I would make the trade of if like okay, you have to have one. I would make the trade of Oklahoma for Texas. I don't know why the the disdain for Oklahoma 
isn't there at least for the same reasons that it is right. for Texas. Um, I mean, I, I I think I think you're headed for Texas versus Oklahoma State right now, uh, unless Oklahoma State pulls what they did against UCF. Um, as far as what I, I understand it, um, but as far as the most likely scenario, but I would be in for some chaos if it if that chaos you know helped Texas stay out. Um, but I'm generally that way too. Like like you go to the final week of the NFL and you're looking at you know so and so needs help to get into the wild card spot, and there's four different teams that could get that last spot. I love anarchy in sports, so I'm 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 all in for a conference that's already chaotic anyways. Yeah, so we could we could see a little of that. We could see a little chaos. Uh, today, Oklahoma, the 13th-ranked team in the country, will play TCU. That's an 11 o'clock kick. Oklahoma's favored by 9.5, and, and we'll have that game for you on 100.7 the score. Well, we haven't gotten to the Cowboys yet, but uh, that was a pretty good performance uh, for the – I think it was a great performance for the Cowboys as uh, – they took down the Washington Commanders 45 to 10. You could say, oh, well, it's Washington. Well, you could say, but you could say, well, at least we're not the Packers, you know, and the Lions where, yeah. you know, Detroit goes, uh, kind of falls asleep on the on the couch there before uh, waking up and then going, oh, my God, we're going to lose this game. And then, you know, trying to make a comeback and Packers trying to, you know, let them have it a little bit. But Packers win the ball game 29 to 22. But, uh, Cowboys are doing right now what they're supposed to be doing, and that's and that's winning, uh, mm-hmm. and beating beating their their team and Dak with a you know a turkey leg performance uh, yesterday. And I think you know part of it is in at least in the back of my mind, you're going over this stretch as you see them beat some bad teams. Uh, go okay, well, can you do this against the better teams whenever you're playing? You know, uh, late in December, and you're and you're playing important games in the playoffs, and I totally get that. Um, but at the same time, I mean, the product you have on the field uh, from the, the consumer standpoint is incredibly fun to watch. Um, I think the Duran Bland story uh, is outstanding, especially when you couple it on a year that you pay Trayvon Diggs and then lose him. Um, you know, who's a, a focal point for your defense and for your secondary. And then you have Deron Bland, who sets an NFL <laughs> single-season record. Um, and I have a scouting report, stop throwing it on the outside when he's in isolated coverage because he's pretty good at you know, taking that the other direction. Right. And he's he's, he's elusive, too. Yeah. Um, how, how about the acquisition of Brandon Cooks? That's, that's proved to be pretty good, too, hasn't it? I yeah. mean, yeah. Four receptions, 72 yards, caught a touchdown last night. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, he, he's gotten better the more that he's, you know, p- played on the roster and got going deeper in the season. Um, it, it was a, to me, with how you got him, it was a fairly low-risk, um, good-reward type acquisition. And, and he's been a guy that, even though he's dealt with some injuries and he's getting older, he's been productive everywhere he's been, and that's what you need It is some production. And I think if you keep growing – uh, with him, you know, he it, it's been good and it could hopefully get better. Uh, Tony Pollard with 13 carries for uh, 79 yards yesterday. And then CeeDee Lamb, he had uh, four receptions for 53 yards and a uh, and a touchdown. His uh, his longest was uh, 16. He was targeted the most times yesterday with uh, with with nine targets. So Cowboys uh, now get a little idle time, but 
Uh, they're eight and three on the season, and they're probably not going to win their division because unless Philadelphia just stumbles, but they 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 look really good. But next up for uh, for the Cowboys will be Seattle, and it was not a not a very good day for uh, Seattle yesterday, taking on the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, no, no, it was not, and. You know, there you have that one as the uh, the late game. But the 49ers, you know, they go through that little three-game spurt where they were dealing with some injuries and the, uh, oh, you know, Brock Purdy isn't as good as we thought, the anything, all the, all, the, all of those conversations. And then they've responded and, and look back like a, an NFC contender. Uh, Brock Purdy was uh, 21 of 30, 209 yards, threw a touchdown and threw a uh... – uh, an interception. Christian McCaffrey, uh, an outstanding day for him. Nineteen mm-hmm. totes, one hundred and fourteen, one hundred and fourteen yards. So, um, that's uh, that's your next opponent as far as the uh, as far as the Cowboys are concerned. Thoughts, comments, Gates Flooring Center chat line this morning. Go to double t ninety seven three dot com for that of the mobile app. Visual Edge IT hotline is open too at eight zero six seven seven one zero nine seven three. Somebody says this. It's nice to hear father and son duo this morning do you take offense to that <laughs> it's it's starting to wear me down chuck you know is it? it keeps on getting thrown at me I'm just starting to get numb to it <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry i'm, I'm sorry kidding. i'm sorry you get i'm sorry you get a, a guilt by association right <laughs> guilt, guilt, guilt by association the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 is presented by cantex roofing and construction hey good morning it is uh, 7 15 this morning here on the morning drive as uh, we look forward to uh, hearing from you today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. It is a football Friday presented by Abundance Energy with Clint Scott is in for Jamie this morning and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines and uh, want to get your uh, score predictions today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to the Double T 973 mobile app. It's presented by Happy State Bank. Visual Edge IT hotline is open to at 806-771-0973. We'll have optimum game day live coverage this afternoon as we get you ready for Texas Tech and Texas. Also on the docket today, Red Raider basketball. They play uh, down in the Bahamas. They'll take on Michigan. Coverage at 4, tip at 5. And then tonight in Las Vegas, it'll be uh, Texas Tech and Rutgers. Lady Raiders are 5-0, and taking on a 3-3 three and three Rutgers team. We'll have that for you at 8. And play-by-play tonight at 8.30 from the South Point Casino and their arena that is located here in Las Vegas. Uh, that Michigan um, opponent tonight, Clint, uh, or this afternoon, that could be um, a real resume builder for this Red Raider basketball team. Yeah, I, I think so. That's a, a Michigan team that uh, they won't win the Big Ten this year, but they will be competitive in it. Um, and... You know, they you know they lost a couple guys to the draft. Of course, they had their biggest piece with Hunter Dickinson goes to Kansas, um, but they they can score it, and that's a really good Michigan program. Um, and and it, you know, you look at your uh, opponents that you've played so far in the battle for Atlantis, and then Michigan. It feels like they are to me uh, right smack dab in the middle, like where you have Villanova, clearly the best team that you've played. Um, and then you and I, I mean, I think you had a very bad first half. And, you know, North Carolina was saying the same thing. And, of course, beats you and I by a lot more than what you did. But um, I, I think Michigan is a also a good measuring stick game. Like, how, how can you show me the steps with how you've gotten better so far? Because I think if you put up the same 
top to bottom performance, you'll lose to Michigan today. Um, but I think that that's a very, you're right, it's a very good resume builder, especially when we look back at, you know, RPI and net rankings and all those fun things we start to do uh, whenever you're getting closer to tournament time. So, um, and this is why you're in this, you know, we're excited to go to a, a, a feast week tournament like this is to see an opponent like Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've kind of, you've played all the A&M schools that you can not name A&M, <laughs> even A&M in the exhibition. You know, I, I jokingly said on Wednesday, uh, it's not like we're playing A&M Georgetown and some guy texts in and is like, well, there is an A&M Georgetown. Like, who knew? <laughs> so, what, is there a Texas A&M Oral Roberts? Because, uh, no, no, <laughs> Texas A&M that, Omaha. That might be your hardest game at home coming up, the, the Oral Roberts game. And then, you know, next week they'll they'll go right back out uh, to Indianapolis and play uh, Butler at Hinkle Fieldhouse. So that that should be um, that should be a fun contest to to take in. You know, just the historical aspect of of playing at Hinkle, and then you know Butler, a team that um, proved that they can you know get to Final Fours and, and did it in back to back years, and damn near beat Duke on a half court shot there at the buzzer when everybody thought the game was over. Um, oh man! So that was it's crazy. Yeah, I really wish that had gone in that because that would have been that would have been the ultimate buzzer beater, right? But then, how do you top that, right? So right. We still have that to look to look forward to. Uh, how how much does Quinn Ewers uh, concern you tonight uh, for Texas and their quarterback situation? Uh, Ewers uh, on the season has only thrown four interceptions. He's one ninety six or two seventy nine, twenty five hundred and thirteen yards, sixteen touchdowns, and just four four interceptions. You know, Ewers has been has had a really good year. Um, he still hasn't been the advertised. This is a a a first round draft guy, and I think that has played a big part of why he's announced that he's staying for another year. Um, doesn't look like the quarterback draft class will be as deep next year. At least that's what the projection is. Um, it, it's not that. I'm I'm trying to actively disrespect him when I say this, but I'm I'm more worried about the the skill guys um, because I think Quinn ha- at at his worst this year has been serviceable um, and at his best has been just a very effective Big Twelve quarterback and you're also in a down year in the Big Twelve quarterback wise um, and and so I look at more of hey how do you tackle an open space. Um, you know, whenever they're doing short routes, whenever they're trying to just get their guys in those one-on-one opportunities, how are you tackling in the flats? Um, because you look at, and this is, again, this is, this is supposed to be a compliment of what his game has been this year is he hasn't done too much, um, because he hasn't needed to. And I think he's done a lot better job this year of taking the open play, taking what's given to him because, I mean, you go through and, and look at. The numbers, and you go, wow, he's had a really effective year, but it hasn't been him just dropping back and going out and just winning a bunch of games off of his arm and just throwing a bunch of deep balls and, uh, you know, all of these massive touchdowns in that regard. But he, he's taken advantage of the talent that Texas has. Um, so my question is can you put him in that spot where he has to go win the game and he has to go, you know, we, we have to have something beyond the sticks because that's where maybe he can get into a little bit of trouble, but you're right. The numbers have been so much better this year than what they were last year. Um, and, and that's what, that's what kind of stands out to me is what can you do 
against the skill guys that he's throwing to. And so the skill guys, uh, Xavier Worthy, 63 catches, 834 yards, four touchdowns. And then um, Adonai Mitchell, uh, 43 for 669, but he has nine touchdowns. Both these guys are are big play explosive, ex- uh, big play uh, explosive, you know, candidates. But when when you when you look at it, they have uh, 238 receptions as a team, and and those guys have 106 uh, combined between the two of them. So Jordan Whittington is also mm-hmm. a guy that's going to potentially cause a problem. 34, 346, and a touchdown. But I, I think. I think your your um, your defensive backs have acquitted themselves extremely well. Obviously, Adrian Taylor Demerson is might might be your defensive MVP. Yeah. Um, yeah. And 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 then what the linebackers have done with Ben uh, Roberts playing in place of Jacob Rodriguez. I mean, they've been pretty good. But but tonight you're not going to have Jacob Rodriguez because he's going to sit uh, so that he can retain his his red shirt. And and this 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 might be one of those deals where you know. Two years from now or three years from now, you go, boy, sure, it's nice to have Jacob Roberts Rod- Rodriguez uh, still playing for us. And uh, remember in 2023 where he didn't play in the Texas game, uh, you got beat that day. But as a result, you didn't burn a year for Jacob Rodriguez. And, and he's here this year and he's leading the charge to fill in the blank kind of success. Yeah, and I, I would get I, – I get both sides of it where you may go – Okay, yeah, but this is Texas. This is the last time. Don't you want to put your best foot forward? But I'm in for the uh, the long haul decision because because Jacob Rodriguez has shown you. I mean, he can he can be your quarterback of the defense, and he's mm-hmm. such a terrific player. Um, I'm I'm in for getting more games out of him by missing an important game. You miss one game. I mean, it's look if you're playing for a Big Twelve championship, or you're playing for the opportunity to get into a college football playoff, but you're six and five Mm -hmm. and you have a chance to elevate your bowl game just a little bit, but man, not, not at the expense of, uh, of, of, of hurting yourself down the line. And who knows, he may be a guy that after another year or two goes and and says, you know what, I've done all I can do here. Um, but just the the mere fact that that there's a possibility that you could have him, you know, an additional year, I think is, is well worth it. You know, they're, they're a different team uh, as we go to break. We'll get your thoughts on Jonathan Brooks and not being a part of this uh, game and the injury to him and the impact on that for, for Texas. But next, it's Jamie's question of the day given to us by somebody not named Jamie because he's not here today. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. All right. All right. So- Who's the uh, not named Jamie person that is going to give us the question of the day? Uh, I I have it for you today, Chuck, Um, and Jeff, and our fine listening audience. And in in replacement of Jamie, I'm going to do a classic Jamie two-parter here for you. So if I'm going to, you know, fill the shoes, i got to go all the way. Um, No mocking now. No mocking. No, no. No, that is... uh, uh, in in a, a loving way to say that because I love I do love the two parters as well. Um, this is a first one is a yes or no, and then the second one uh, will depend where you go from that. So uh, if you were to beat Texas today, would this be the signature win for Joey McGuire thus far? And here's your second part: if so, what would it take to replace it in the future? 
Well, I think it is um, just because it's the it's the last time you're going to play them. Um, it, it potentially could, you know, really hurt their college football chances. It would knock them out of that for the college football playoff. And you would, you would have less, less breaking rights. So, um, and, and what it, what it would take to, to get to the future. Um, this, this is probably going to sound pretty lofty, but I think winning a big 12 championship, um, would then replace this win, Jeff. Yeah, I, I agree with Chuck that this would be the signature win for Joey McGuire. It should they be able to pull that off tonight in Austin. Um, and it would take something like a Big 12 championship game or a New Year's Six Bowl win, mm-hmm. uh, something along those lines to pass it, not just because of, you know, you, you've got Texas, it's on the road, it's the last time you're going to play them, and all of that factors into it. But it's also... For this season, when you look at it in a microscopic way, you get if you get the win today, we were all p- picking eight and four at the beginning of the year. We were picking nine and three at the beginning of the year. Some people were going 11 and one. But, you know, that the seven and five feels a whole lot better than six and six. Mm-hmm. And that's that adds to what you did last year as well. Not to mention you factor in the fact that Joey McGuire never lost to Texas while he was the coach of Texas Tech. <laughs> so, you know, those are some big key things that you gotta to achieve over a win like today for the Red Raiders, should they get it. Yeah, I, I think there's there's two different ways to say yes to the first question for me. Because one, you can go the uh uh, the this is the last time you're going to see them. Um, the the rival aspect. The I want to give them a nice, you know, kick in the hind end on the way out. Don't let the doors hit you. And and the hopefully, you know, winning and then keeping them out of the college football playoff. Um, there's that angle. Uh, and then the other side is I think this is the best team you will have played under Joey McGuire, top to bottom. And it's on the road. And you know it's a focus, Texas, because you can go into the – they do have those aspirations of a Big 12 championship and a college football playoff berth. Um, And you – I know we've talked about it through our various shows uh, earlier in the week, but, I mean, we all remember, and so do they, that your Mark comments, you know, they're still pulling off of uh, the promotional video at the end of last year's win. So you know they're going to be focused – and so even just from that angle, I think it would be a signature win. But then you combine it all together. Um, and for me, I, I don't see how it wouldn't be. And, and I agree. I think the the to knock it off, I think it would be a Big 12 championship win. Like not a win to get you into the Big 12 championship, but a Big 12 win. championship win. Hey, what, what do you really think? <laughs> excuse me. Do you really think that um, the Texas guys care that much about your Mark's con? comments because to, there's a part of me that thinks okay if if like if steve sarkeesian were to play those comments before the game today or if he plays them in his film sessions it's almost like acknowledging texas tech because they've they've in a way they've gone out of their way to say oh, we're, we're not a rival but you know and, and then you kind of look at some of the numbers over the test of time and i mean to be a rival you've got to be almost winning in, you know, 50 or 40 or 30% of the time. And, and it's hard to say that. So do you think that they even 
think about that or talk about that uh, internally as a team? I don't know if it's like an active discussion and they've like printed out those words of your mark and put them in their locker room and they slap it every time they go onto the field or anything like that. Um, but I mean, they like a champion today. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, I just don't see how that's not at least in the back of their minds. I mean, last Mm -hmm. week you had an Iowa state offensive lineman, like say kind of a, an in passing quote. And I mean, as as much as they don't want to give you credit, they at least have, more history with you than Iowa State, and then afterwards they let it be known and, and reminded them of that. So if they're going to remind an Iowa State offensive lineman after a win, I mean, with, with as much as this has been built up from a season's worth of time, they again they may that may not be part of Sarkeesian's pregame speech before they go to the field. Like remember your Mark what he said. Um, but I mean, they're, I, 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 I have a hard time believing that they're not aware of that still to some degree. Uh, yeah. This from, uh, David, uh, house money, UTS, everything to lose tech needs to play fun and loose repeat of Oh two and Oh eight. And Chuck, all the UT writers are blowing it up. No, I understand that. I'm just talking about does, does Texas really think of it like that? Uh, Paul gives us this prediction. This is sour Paul this morning, uh, 38 to 13. But I mean, that's, I mean, it's fair. It's, it's, it's fair. I I don't know that you're going to get blown out by 25. You could, I mean, if, if, if you give up the football, I mean, you know, if you throw a bunch of interceptions or can't hang on to it, then Mm -hmm. yeah, you could, or, or if, you know, those, those receivers, you know, slip behind your guys, and uh, <clears throat> come up with some explosive plays. But man, maybe, maybe a special teams play happens tonight because the extra point by Duda Banks that was blocked in the UCF win marked the seventh block kick in just 24 games uh, for the Joey McGuire era and special teams coordinator Kenny Perry. That That is beyond luck. That is, that is definitely scheme and... Uh, and emphasis right there when you when you have seven in 24 games 740 this morning on the morning drive on lubbock sports station double t 97.3 the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 is presented by cantex roofing and construction hey good morning and welcome to the morning drive hour three of three with Clint Scott is in for Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Great to have you with us. We come to you from the First United Bank Studios in our various locales. This is a football Friday. It's presented by Abundance Energy. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to WT973.com for that on the mobile app. Visual Edge IT hotline is open too. 806-771-0973. There's high school football, obviously still going on in the state of Texas, and you have uh, Estacado in action today. The Matadors, who are 10-2, and two, will play in Class 4A Division One action against this Decatur. They are 8-4. and four. This will come to you from Abilene Shotwell Stadium at 1 o'clock today. Uh, Estacado coming off of a win over Canyon, 42-11. to 11. Also in uh, playoff football uh, today, you will have uh, Wall taking on Roosevelt. That's uh, Class 3A Division Two. It'll be at five o'clock uh, in Sweetwater, and then uh, Idaloo at eight and four plays Canadian. They're twelve and zero. That'll be at Dick Bivens uh, today at two o'clock. The Wall Roosevelt game is at five in uh, Sweetwater, as I mentioned. 
Um, also in action today, New Deal meets Stratford. New Deal's 9-3, and three, Stratford's 12-0. and 0. That'll be at uh, Dick Bevins tonight at 6 o'clock, and that's Class 2A play. In uh, Class 2A Division 2 play, it'll be uh, Borden County taking on Westbrook, and that'll be at 2 o'clock in, uh, in Sweetwater. Clint, how far did uh, your high school football team get in the in the playoffs? Uh, I think in my like in your in your yeah. in your time in your in, time in in my time we made the playoffs uh, one year and uh, it was a quick high bye. <laughs> it was a quick thanks for showing up. <laughs> okay, well. At least you can at least you can say that you were there, right? Yeah, yeah. We were we were certainly there. We certainly got on the bus and we certainly were on the field and warmed up and did all the all that stuff. Did you contribute to the losing cause? No, I I, I, I did not. Um you know, I was my my part did not make or break the game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um Let's see. Let's take a look at some keys for the ball game today. Tech and Texas Optimum Game Day Live coverage begins at two thirty. Play by play at six thirty. After the game, it's the Double T ninety seven three Coors Light post game show with Garrett Luft. Uh, last uh, Friday, last Saturday, uh, Clint, uh, Doctor Luft joined me for Coors Light um, at the Overton Hotel and Conference Center. How he, about that? He, he he partook with me in a. Uh, in a Coors Light while we were uh, doing our fine uh, post-game analysis. So will he be drowning in Coors Light or will he be <laughs> drinking in glee? And what 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 is a what does a drinking in glee look like tonight? I, I think you a, gotta do? a drinking in, in glee is finding a way to win any way that you can. Um, my guess is it would be more beneficial for you to have this as a slower-paced, slug-it-out uh, type of game. I like to call it uglifying games, Chuck. Uh-huh. Um, I, I mean, y- you just can't have quick offensive possessions that get you nothing uh, and then you know set your defense up for failure. I just don't think you can have that today. And uh, talking about from, from the question of the day, where I think that this is far and away the best team you'll have played over the past two seasons. Um, you have to play n- near perfect on-, on offense. And that doesn't mean score on every single possession, but you can't have turnovers. You can't have you know silly penalties that maybe take away first downs. And, and you can't just have a whole bunch of three and outs. Um, otherwise, you'll get beat, and it could get ugly today. Because if, if someone was going to blow the other one out, Texas will blow you out at home. And that's if you give them the opportunity to. I don't expect that. I don't think it'll be a blowout. Um, but I, I think if you don't help yourself out offensively, um, then you are asking for Texas to run you off the field. A Baron Morton going into the ballgame, 136-214, four interceptions, all games that he has started and finished he has won will he start and finish this game today i think he will i think he will. <laughs> i think he will as i i said that with a question mark at the end <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I, I think he will <laughs> i think he will yeah. i'm ron burgundy yeah I, I i think he will um and i'm certainly hoping he will because 
I mean, we've all seen what the drop-off is after that. And yeah. as bad as that was against Kansas State in the second half and then in its entirety against BYU, it'd be like, I mean, throwing scraps to the Lions today. How, how special does Morton have to be, or is it more about your offensive line and opening up holes for Taj Brooks and, and Taj being somewhat special today? Yeah, see, that, that that's the uh, that's the question. I think you're going to have to see some special plays from Baron Morton. I don't think he needs to throw for 400 yards or anything like that um, because Taj Brooks, as good as he's been, um, you know, today's the test because that defensive line is no joke. And if someone was going to bottle up Taj Brooks, it would be this Texas defense. So I think you're looking at a game where you're going to need – a handful of plays from Baron Morton, um, whether it's a big first down or, you know, Mm -hmm. converting in a red zone and walking away with seven instead of three or none if you go for it on fourth down. Um, I I think he's got to be special at certain times today. Like he's got to step up and and make those plays. And this isn't just on him, by the way. This is to the receiver room as well. Um, And because, you know, Someone's got to catch it, right? <laughs> when yeah. you throw I, it. I feel like I feel like that from a receiving standpoint today that one of my keys to the game was someone needs to step up. Yeah. I, I don't I don't care who it is. I mean, you know, anybody, you know, willing, you know, step it up and and see what uh see what you can do to either get off the line or create some circus type catches or things like that. I I think uh, I think somebody's got to I think somebody's got, to, somebody's got to step up. I think somebody's got to be special today as well uh, for the Red Raiders. Uh, this from the H. Flooring Center chat line. We'll get to this in just a minute. I hope the defensive line for Texas doesn't tear Morton's head off, right? Right. All right, yes, no question before we go to break. So you think this Texas team is better than Oregon? Yes, okay. I do. All right. I do. All right. 810 this morning on Lubbock Sports Station. What do you think? What's your score prediction? If you've uh, been out shopping and captured something cool, uh, let us know on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. It is 810 this morning on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at Double T 97.3.com.